If you or a loved one has had thoughts of self-harm, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. I think it's the worst music created by instruments. I think it's worse than disco. People talk shit about disco. I'd much rather listen to disco than that shit. Disco's got cool bass lines. And it's happy times music. It's about doing cocaine and doing fucking butt stuff. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cock rock sucks, man. Welcome back to another episode of the Old Guy Metalcast. Please allow me to adjust my pants so that I may dance the good time dance. It's your boy, the King of Bong style, Jim Vicious, joined as always by Sir Robert of Blades, Mr. Bobby fucking Blades. Another week with something that I just, I don't know how to follow up on. So I'm just going to say, hey, oh, what's up? Let me say, hey, hey, hi. I've never felt whiter in my life than hearing like that shit. Than right now. Like, well, I'd go to these. <laughs> we used to have various levels of uh, it was like independent basketball. Eventually, to the NBA, like G League or whatever, you know. Yeah. We don't need more now, but we did. I always thought it was so weird because like you're in a crowd, everybody's fucking white. Cause it's here, and this is like when I was young. I remember going with my dad before my parents got divorced. You know, so we're talking like the early '90s, <laughs> and it's just a crowd of all white motherfuckers, right? And all these black dudes playing basketball, and like it's like when the game starts, you know, I was just like, this is so fucking white. It's got to be bizarre to them, you know? Yeah. And that, that was one of those things they'd always play. Though. Let me say, hey, yo, hey. Yo. Well, I the hail was actually going to be a hail, but I don't know. It, it got weird for a moment, and it turned into a hail. I <laughs> so I don't know. Take take from it what you will. Almost like a macarena height. <laughs> All right, we're back talking shit. Taking you to the church. It's Saturday afternoon. Get my first bake on of the day. Pre baked. Fucking. <sighs> Like an oven is preheated, I'm pre-blown, dude. <laughs> uh, this episode of Old Guy Metalcast brought to you by the new M&M's product, Enema M's, the M&M's that melt in your ass, not in your hand. <laughs> I, I think I'd like to try that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you ever had a, a, a good enema? No. No? Okay. Well, I did try it like many, many years ago. What? And okay. What was the reasoning for that? 
I don't know, man. I'm crazy. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was really, really interested in like, does this actually give you diarrhea? Does this clean your bowels out? Because, you know, um, this was probably 98. We were hearing about people getting colonics and shit, you know, and the how it really you felt so much better after it cleaned your colon out. It took all I'd the get toxins. One of those. I would get one of those. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I went to CVS and got, like, an enema kit and fucking did that shit. And, oh, man, I had diarrhea all fucking day, dude. This is, we come in here, I'm like, I have absolutely nothing to talk about. This guy, <laughs> look, I don't know, we'll figure it out. And then um, two minutes in, we're talking about enemas. <laughs> I'm probably oversharing yeah. way too much information. When I hear enema, I just think about, like, preparation for butt sex. <laughs> really? Okay. That's what you do, you know. If a chick's like a real pro, you know, she's gonna fucking clean that shit out before she. Wow. Okay. So no, you know, every time that I've had anal with a chick, we have never done, like the the girl has never done enemas unless it was like without me knowing. It, well, I don't think she's like, hey. <laughs> it's like I'm all cleaned out for you. It's just like you won't find any poop particles in here. Yeah, I don't know. What's got to gauge like the degree, you know? Like, <laughs> should I talk about? I shouldn't talk about the things I talk about here. With my lady, you know, be like, you know, is the restaurant open, like for dining or just for takeout or <laughs> curbside? You know, or what are we talking about here? Wait, what would curbside be? I'm not sure. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, all right, so there's dine-in and take-out, and I can kind of figure that out, but I don't know what curbside service is. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> curbside would be like... Like a know, hand job? Or something oh, okay. Like, like no pussy. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Dine-in would be like, you know, licking that fucker. Yeah. So take-out, wait a minute. All right, so no, I was thinking of something different for take-out. And like take-out would be just like... Dick, you know. Okay. Probably. So, like, all right, all right. What I was thinking, dine in is like um, vaginal sex. Takeout is anal sex, and then oh, like geez. curbside, curbside. I don't know, man. I still don't know what the fuck curbside is. I took this little fuck around with that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I even dated a, a woman who was who was down with that kind of shit in forever. <laughs> Really? I don't, yeah. I don't think I'm into. I, I think I'm into at this point in my life. I think I'm into watching it in porn, but I'm not in, interested in like actually doing it. Yeah, because uh, the actual act of doing it is a lot more messy than like watching it in porn. <laughs> yeah, like sometimes I watch it in porn and I'm like soaked on it, but yeah, that's different than like real life. Yeah. Right. I think the idea of it is far more appetizing than the actual act. Yeah, exactly. Holy fuck. <laughs> well, it's not the, I mean, it's not a better place to put a dick as far as feel goes. It's like number three on the list. You know? Oh, yeah. No, but <laughs> I mean, fuck. <clears throat> yeah, I remember, like, I was so stoked the first time I got to try it. Um, <laughs> but then it was kind of, it, I mean, it felt different. It kind of felt a little better but it was like weird at the same time because it's like you know poop comes out of here what is happening 
What is happening on this fucking podcast? I don't know, man. We just fucking started off steamrolling with the anal sex, man. Usually I'll like, I, I buckle up and I ride wherever the conversation goes, but I'm going to try to take us in like a different direction here. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'll shut up now. Uh, But speaking of where poop comes from, you can own some of West Borland's gear. Uh. I don't know. Uh, is it good gear? Yeah. He's got 28 separate lots covering everything from artwork to guitar amps, effects, and some prototype and custom electric guitars. Okay, so what... Okay, the artwork is not considered gear, then. That's just like... Um, I don't know. I mean, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He's got various, various fucking things. Um, Zodiac Twin 30, British built 212 combo ad from, from the 60s. He's just got a bunch of shit. It was the only thing I saw like earlier today that I was like, what the fuck? Maybe we can talk about it, but really all I just I knew all it would devolve into is just like how the biscuits suck shit. <laughs> I didn't you even <clears throat> I didn't even bring up Limp Biscuit, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I like I don't mind that dude. I actually think he's a pretty good guitar player. I like even like dumb Limb Biscuit songs. Like a lot of them have pretty good fucking like new metal riffs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't well, know why that dude's side project band is like stupidity. You know, like big stupid face or big dumb face, something like that. Never heard of uh, it. Yeah, it's all like silly shit. Now, no, I would say the the two talented people in Limp Biscuit would be DJ Lethal and Wes. Lethal. Oh, 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 lethal. I guess. How old's that fucking guy already? Holy shit. Gotta say, he's probably at least 10 or 15 years older than us. Browsing a thing for, uh, you know, browsing through this today looking for something to talk about. I saw, like, guitarist of Saliva died. He was 59. Like, those guys are 60 in that band? Holy, Holy fuck. fuck. <laughs> wow. Now that was a band that came out what like twenty years ago maybe? Oh yeah, at least probably. I never got into that shit, but I suppose it makes sense. It's like anything that was remotely new metal or that, that could be spun into the new metal mm-hmm. craze was just signed. And they were older guys, I guess, at that time. I did not even uh, know that. I thought they were I bet you they have a fucking bunch of albums before. Click, click, boom. That probably, I remember that came yeah, out and yeah. I was like, oh, mom metal of the day, you know? Yep. <laughs> I mean, I remember them featured on uh, Raw is War before all of this shit. Oh, that, the music. <laughs> the fucking music could be described like wrestling metal. <laughs> wrestling rock. <laughs> yes. Not metal. Absolutely. Just like basically Union Underground and fucking... Um, what was that other one? That, that Headstrong one. <laughs> The fucking trapped, yeah, trapped, yeah. That. Union Underground, oh my god, <laughs> that's like the pinnacle of fucking new metal stupidity, right there, probably. Yeah, I would that's say like the fucking the low water mark <laughs> of that fucking whole thing. Oh man, but that would be the equivalent to '80s glam cock rock with, that you call. Like this, this would be the '90s or 2000s equivalent. And the whole thing—it's a cyclical thing. That's—I mean—that's how that goes, right? It, with as far as this genre that we cover, 
yeah. uh, cock rock bands in the 80s, grunge bands in the 90s. All of a sudden, like companies are signing like Melvins and shit. And they're like, wait, what the Melvins come back with a record? And they're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> we wanted Nirvana number two. We, we thought we bought number Nirvana too. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you know, realize. But then everybody was signing. You know, I think everybody got like a shot, right? Didn't like Mud Honey and Screaming Trees and yeah, they uh, did. Paw. Someone was listening to a bunch of. Oh, our boy Aaron Echoes was listening to a bunch of old grunge. He's a younger guy. He was, I don't think he was even alive then. If he was, he was a child. And, and like, I sent him over an album from Paw. I was like, check this out. <laughs> and even like Super blind, underrated, un, you know, yeah. fucking grunge from '94. Oh right, right. Blind Melon, Sonic Youth, like all those bands got a fucking shot, man. I don't think those bands got in on the grunge thing. I think they got in like the alternative-ish thing. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it's 93. When I was okay, grunge. let me correct myself. Paw Dragline, 1993. But it's kind of like crazy, too, if you've never heard them. A lot of, I love shit like that, where you can go back and find some casualty of that era, you know? Like, if shit would have been a little different, maybe these guys would have been, you know, a popular band. Yeah. Or would be cool for the, at the time. It's like that album, I'm surprised it, you know, wasn't popular then. But whatever. Everything old is new again. I guess the most listened to song off that album has two million listens. That's not terrible. What's the song? Jesse off the album Drake Line. I don't know. I'm. I'm Offhand, I'm not sure which one that is. Hmm. I don't think I've heard it. It doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, they're from Lawrence, Kansas. I think they might have moved out there. Um, yeah, look, I'm just reading on Spotify. Blackluster sales caused their label, A&M, to drop them. Yeah. So there you go. That's how that was, man. It's crazy they were on A&M. But at that time, it was just like, Nirvana hit, and you're just like, let's sign up all these fucking bands. Yeah. But I don't know. That's when. That's back when there was a record industry, really. So. That's uh, back when. Basically, fucking. Seattle, Washington was getting scoured for all of the upcoming talent because the the grunge scene was like heavy because of Nirvana and Soundgarden. And all that shit. Well, it was just like the Sunset Strip. <laughs> if you had fucking like leather pants, teased hair, and could play like three chords and didn't get a record deal, <laughs> I'm living on the Sunset Strip, you know? Yeah. I mean, this one, all you had to do was like wear plaid. Like, yeah, they came and signed fucking, you know, whatever, Motley Crue and shit, but they also signed. I don't know what bands were from out there or not, but a ton of the bands were from. I'm sure it was probably Poison. Um, Motley Crue, but mm. I don't need L.A. Guns. Yeah, L.A. Guns, uh, Guns and Roses. roses yep. <sighs> These Guns and Roses are cool. Yeah, but are they still cool? Like with the release of their latest? What was the late? What was the latest thing they put out? That, that Chinese Democracy thing? Yeah, the Chinese Democracy. Them? Yeah. Oh no, they had a new song. Actually, it was kind of like an EP or something about school or fucking. I don't. Know. Did you hear that? They new haven't song? put. They haven't put out an album with like the classic lineup, have they? I don't think so. If they did, I don't know how it flew under my radar. Because I'd be interested to hear, you know. Because aren't they basically the original fucking deal now? 
And not Steven Adler probably doesn't play for him now, but let's see their the discography. All right, so yeah, there's it's not shit. No, there's fucking Chinese Democracy 2008. Okay, yeah, it's just a song. Um, release their new you song. Look at those, you look at Metallica. Metallica, sorry, Guns N' Roses. They don't really have any albums, right? They've got Appetite in '87, Lies, which is not even a real fucking album. That's a half. Yeah. Wasn't Lies like EPs and demos and covers? And it's like a half live album, and then the other side is like uh, demos or yeah, covers or just of acoustic. shitty Charles Manson songs. Yeah. <laughs> or is that Spaghetti Incident? That might be Spaghetti Incident. Yeah. Because um, that's like. All right, so you've got an album which is. Appetite for Destruction, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, which is a double yeah, album. Then you've got, um, what the fuck comes after that? Spaghetti Incident. Yeah, but that's not an album. That's just covers, ain't it? I don't know. And then after that was Chinese Democracy. Yeah. Well, anyway, have you, their new song, Absurd, was like fucking back in 2019 is when it came out. And I don't know. This, it didn't sound like Guns N' Roses to me. Okay, yeah. Spaghetti Incident is covers, old punk rock, hard rock covers. Okay. And then Lies is not an album either. That's funny. They've really got, <laughs> early at the end of the day, they've got like three albums and Chinese Democracy. Yeah. <laughs> three fucking albums, dude. Oh, man. How the hell are you, if, you know what I'm saying? You put out three albums and... I guess going away for so long. That was probably the best thing that ever happened to bands like that, you know? Yeah. Is that he went away because if they kept going around that time, Use Your Illusion was like right before the whole... I mean, that was probably right around the time, right? 1991. But that wasn't so cock-rocky at that point. They moved on from being, you know, they weren't sitting there like trying to do... They didn't still look like uh, Appetite for Destruction fucking... Guns and Roses. No, I don't even illusion, remember. Right, Axl Rose's like. hair was straight, and they wore fucking, you know, normalish clothes and stuff. Mm. So what? Anyway, what year was that when he started having the, like the cornrows and shit? Cornrows. I don't know. You remember those braids that he used yeah. to have? That's why Nirvana. I love Nirvana, obviously, and I'm like, I was, what was it? That came out in '91, right? Yeah, or 92, never mind. Uh, 92. So I was like, I was 11, 12 when that hit. And uh, 10, whatever. And I just love it because I hate cock rock so much. I, I, as everyone who listens to this knows, I think it's the worst music created by instruments. I think it's worse than disco. People talk shit about disco. I'd r- much rather listen to disco than that shit. Disco's got cool bass lines. And it's happy times music. It's about doing cocaine and f- doing fucking butt stuff. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> fucking cock rock sucks, man. Uh, that that's. I really can't think of anything worse cocaine. than like cherry pie, or something. You know. Yeah. It's well, really, cherry truly pie one is, of the worst songs of all time. That is a horrible song. But uh, <clears throat> their first song was a lot better. I think it was called Down Boys. It's like where the down boys go. Yeah, I that was much Whoa. better. Than, yeah, that was a lot better than Cherry Pie. All of a sudden, I'm at <coughs> pie eating contest, and all of a sudden, I'm the cherry fucking pie guy. 
I'll never forget that man. Like the or behind the music or whatever on them. He just looks like a complete fuck. <laughs> Jamie, isn't his name Jamie? Whatever his name was. I don't know. I could. He says all of a sudden I'm the fucking cherry pie guy. I could fucking kill myself for writing that song. Dude, <laughs> die of a drug overdose like fuck five years later. The what was that? The lead singer of uh, Warrant. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, because at the time he was fucking that bitch. In the video. Oh, really? Okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's the deal. <laughs> and like that guy's life, you know what I'm saying? Like that guy's life careened off a fucking cliff. Man. Holy shit. You imagine that? You're on top of the fucking world. You are f- banging of just hot, I mean, a 10, right? About by society standards, a 10. Mm-hmm. And you're doing coke all fucking day and drinking up a storm and just having. A blast, millions of dollars, fucking, you know, and then it just by like whatever, 93, 92. <laughs> and the only thing you're left with is the, the fucking drug and booze problem. Ooh. That's dark. I would have fucking, I, I just give them credit for not fucking killing themselves. And I probably would have, you know, yeah. I don't condone suicide, obviously. But you imagine that shit? That's crazy. But still, fuck cock rock and fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that cherry pie guy. <laughs> oh, shit. I remember because they played the hell out of that song. It's like, she's my cherry pie. Put a smile on your face. Yeah, we are. I didn't know you did it. They just put it in people's minds. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> I want everybody to sing that shit. If they gave a shit, though, Guns N' Roses, back to that, they would record an album, but there's no point. It's like, why would we take the effort, the time and effort of trying to write an album, recording an album? People are gonna shit on it because mm-hmm. I don't think you can write new Guns N' Roses songs that people are that the people are gonna be like, "Fuck yeah, maybe you can." What Smash about, can write that. I mean, yeah. Like, but the old you know, fans. Velvet, Velvet Revolver had him and the bass player too, right? Duff McKagan. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But we're gonna start a band of all drug addicts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us to get clean. We're gonna start a band. <laughs> This song is about doing cocaine. It's like all the fucking, well, I don't know, Slash was the drug guy. Duff and Scott Weiland is like the drug guy who got kicked out of the fucking bands. Yeah. Start a home band, dude. (laughs) Right after I fucking stopped nodding. (laughs) Slash looked like he smoked a lot of weed. He looked like, he's like Mestizo. Isn't he like half black and half like uh, Latino? I have no idea. I think he might be. Uh, but anyway, what a weird place we found ourselves in. I know. Talking about cock rock, all from uh, from Nirvana. Yeah, new metal shit. Um, new metal. So all this shit, uh, the Hall of Fame. Last week I had to leave. Uh, I had a jet to catch. <laughs> serious business meetings and so on I had to go uh, to uh, Epstein's <laughs> island yeah yeah. no it's called Trump Island <sighs> anyway we got cut short last week and we need to talk about our Hall of Fame inductions we're like these are what they are hey thanks fuck you <laughs> thank you fuck you bye I don't know why I'm reminding you you guys were there yeah 
Um, so yeah, crowbar was your choice. You should, you put a bunch in a randomizer, dude. Yeah, I just I didn't feel like picking, so I was like, I'll let the wheel decide. And crowbar was the thing that came up after I spun it. Yeah, huge crowbar fan. Uh, I still remember when fucking my buddy Geiger played bass in some of my bands. Uh, borrowed me. He's like, here, take this, man. Time heals nothing. And I blew my fucking balls off, dude. <laughs> oh, I fucking yeah. blew my balls off. And that's all I had I gave, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. Oh, that's off the album Crowbar. That's not off of uh, Time Heals Nothing. Okay. Anyway, I'm looking it up here. Um... What is your favorite Crowbar album? It's actually a tough choice for me. It is. What is your favorite one? It's fucking difficult. I'd have to say, ah, oh, man. The first time I heard them was not too long ago, but... Wait, what? Yeah, it, it had to have been about maybe 15 years ago the first time I heard Crowbar. Oh, no shit. And then I was like, wow, I'm going to have to check out the back catalog because this is amazing. So I, I'm pretty sure it was Time Heals Nothing that um, was the 95. first album that I heard, even though I didn't hear it in 95. Um, I have an album cover that Wikipedia shows. That's not the album cover I had. Hmm. That's know. weird. There's a lot of variants out there. Is there? Um, but yeah, man. So I got Time Heals Nothing. Time Heals Nothing came out in 95, and it would have been... It would have been about that time, right? Because I remember when, by the time, um, by the time Broken Glass came out, which was in fucking, which was like the year after that, 96 or something, I was prepared for that, and I remember getting Broken Glass when it came out. Oh, shit. Uh, which was what, 90... God damn it, Spotify. Spotify is like 2006. No, bitch, that's not when that came out. Fucking you know how Spotify, Spotify does that shit? Yeah, they do that shit a lot because they, I don't know, something to do with the date that it was actually uh, published on Spotify where they set that as the date that it came out. Uh, uh, yeah, right. It's fucking bullshit, though. Uh, it came out in 96 yeah, on Pavement, man. I remember having a Pavement Records... Uh, demo fucking disc but anyway so that is that shit kind of blew me away though when i heard time hills nothing because they had like i mean they still kind of do ballads like dare i say they're <laughs> ballads you know where it's like it's a slow ass song and you got this guy just going on like fucking yelling about like feelings and shit you know <laughs> yeah he's got that voice man that I mean, even the heavy-ass songs, you know, making me hurt, making me hurt so bad. No, no tolerance. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking of, like, All I Had I Gave, you know? Like, that song is slow, dude. And it's, it's kind of weird. It's Who else did shit like that? I don't know where those guys fucking got that from. Uh, I think maybe if you slowed some I Hate God down, you would probably get something very similar. Yeah, but I Hate God is always, like... Um, aggressive and had a, like a tone 
Yeah. Like Crowbar has like a, a sad tone and it's a, some of the songs, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's, it's fucking interesting. It's very dark. I don't know if this makes dude. any sense to anybody, you know, but <laughs> they also got made fun of on Beavis and Butthead. That was like where I first saw them. And then I, cause I remember, holy fuck, dude. I heard that shit slap. It was like, <laughs> what that was. Uh, I remember when he was like, listen to this band and gave me the disc. And I was like, this is the band from fucking Beavis and Butthead. Maybe I feel like that's a memory, but my favorite one for them is broken glass from 96 or odd fellows rest from 98. It's a real tough choice. Cause 98 is cool because Sammy Duet plays on it. Oh shit. That's got like planets collide, which is like their biggest fucking, I'm sure crowbar's biggest song. Let's see. Is it on Spotify? Planets Collide, yeah. Five million listens. Fuck, dude. That song's fucking cool because he does some backup vocals on that album. And a lot of the riffs are, you know, you get some of those fucking acid bathy riffs in there. It's real goddamn quality. One of those two albums, but Crowbar's fucking worthy too, man. Old ass band. Hell yeah. And I I didn't know, like I said, until I went into their back catalog after I heard them. I was like, oh, wow, these guys were around in the 90s. Okay. How did you not hear them back in the day? That's crazy. Man, it was kind of a fucking vacuum. You know, there was not a lot of different music. There was bands like Napalm Death. There was bands like I Hate God and stuff like that. And then there was a whole lot of death metal. Um, Other than that. It was like we said before, too. It's like what you you had right mm-hmm. if someone had one of your friends had happened to have a crowbar album or something then you were into it if you weren't didn't if nobody happened to have one and you hadn't heard it or got it used or right you know gave, gave a gamble on it on the uh i used to have those fucking cd clubs you know remember those things? yeah bmg there. music and columbia house people always say they're ripoffs, and I feel like, in retrospect, I don't think they are, right? I mean, it is discounted music. Is it not? Yeah, that... Overall? I mean, I remember getting a lot of free shit. Yep, you would get... But you had no. to buy stuff and whatever, but... I don't know. I, I think... I'd love to go back and actually look. Like, was that a scam? I don't think it really was. I think it was a good... It was a good, a better deal for people who like to buy a ton of fucking CDs. Yeah, it was definitely a good deal. Because I remember... Because they cut out the middle, it. man. They cut out going to fucking record stores and I feel like you know I feel like it was a better deal overall because you got free ones and you get all these different deals yeah and you get them for like 50% off and sometimes much more than that and CDs cost a lot of money back then so fuck yeah they did I think they were around like $18 for a disc but for a lot of time probably if, if he hadn't had a crowbar album who knows what I've heard Crowbar, you know? Yeah. That's like, there's all these weird bands that I would never have known if it wasn't for one of me or my friends just randomly finding it in a used thing going, oh, that looks cool. Dismember. Like, when I, I, don't, I never had a Dismember album, but my best friend Ty did, you know? And, like, I didn't have Punch and Stench, um, Ben Caught Buttering, but one of my friends did. And Sinister. I had a Sinister album. <laughs> 
because that's like you go into the fucking stores and see something if it looks satanic and shit you're like i guess i'll try this for six bucks or whatever say whatever a half price <laughs> right. basically right it's exactly how i heard crisis for the first time gore fest I actually feel like Crisis was promoted to me by BMG and shit. <laughs> no I shit. To, I swear to you, now that you say it, I feel like uh, I know I definitely got Death Side Extermination from BMG. I guarantee that. I remember it. Wow. Yeah, because my friend bought the Death Side Extermination tape over to my house. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I played it and Karen Crisis just screaming her head off. These really sad fucking death metal dark riffs. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, I had compact disc because I'm not trash, but you know, sure. <laughs> you fucking elitist. <laughs> I had an old compact disc. <laughs> you and your discs. Yeah, that was uh, she's still around, man. I looked her up on Instagram somewhat recently because I had we were talking, we talked about Crisis on here one time, and then I just listened to that album again and i was like what the fuck man? she's like does art somewhere i think she lives in europe now yeah doesn't she like karen's coven or some something like that something like that yeah good for her um i don't know if she's into dude was she in the dudes or was she in the ladies I don't know. honestly i don't know at this point but back then you see like a woman period doing shit even though like she looked like she stank back then <laughs> she had remember them long ass dreads and everything yeah. yeah she looked like if when you when you took her fucking shirt off like she put her arms up you know so you can slide her shirt off and you just smell her fucking bo armpits <laughs> you think she had hairy armpits back then probably i don't know i feel like probably wow okay she's a shaman i'm looking at uh a Karen Crisis Spirit Channel and fucking right communicating with and giving messages from the spirit world of goddesses and guides your ancestors recently passed on friends and family right sure you do <laughs> why not <laughs> so yeah that's what she does now she's still got the dreads too by the way yeah. she look good or what this doesn't look half bad. How <laughs> does you look her up on uh, uh, on Insta or what? Um, no, I'm looking up her website. I just put in put her in on the old Google, and uh, it's like <laughs> KarenCrisisHeals.com, and she's a Karen Crisis Spirit Channel. Um, she looks fucking terrifying in this picture. Where are you looking at? Are you on Google? Yeah. Oh. Well, some of these pictures. I that's it. I listened to it back, and I I didn't think it's. Um, I was like, this stuff really doesn't hold up. I didn't think. Hmm. Oh, she looks good. That fucking picture, man. Which one? The the well, one. The, I'm... the long dreadlock one, where she's holding a fucking. I don't know. Some kind of fucking. Bu- Banana leaf dildo in her hand. <laughs> Banana leaf dildo. <laughs> Looks like a... Banana leaf dildo. A rhinoceros horn for virility in men. Mm. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta get by somehow, and having a job sucks, so... Yeah. Uh, shaman you are. <laughs> so fucking... 
No, please tell me you heard that song that she did with Chris Barnes on, on one of the fucking Six Feet Under albums. <coughs> no. Oh, Jesus I don't Christ. So. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to have to send that to you. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Go ahead. Just. I feel like I have maybe heard it. I don't know. I don't you probably it. have heard it because I mean, it's it's been around. And... Um. So there you go. Yours is Crowbar, Long Winding Road. Yeah. Uh, I fucking love Crowbar. Still, Kirk Winstein. Yeah. You guys, great. Todd Strange is back in the band again, which is awesome. That band was like just better with Todd Strange on bass. That was a big thing for me back in the day too. The bass tone on. All those albums is shit. When he'd, when he'd play, play alone, which a lot of metal didn't let that happen, and he should have just heavily distorted. His shit always sounded so fucking cool. <clears throat> Even if he did get arrested for hitting his child or whatever. Christ. That took yeah, a dark turn. You know, sometimes you gotta hit your kids. Sometimes you gotta slap them around. I guess, you know. Nice. Sorry. Professional podcast. Uh, so you go. The Climb performed in 1990. Mind. Uh, wait, on this week. We're still in last week. Yeah, we're still doing last week. Oh my God. Allison Chains was mine. <laughs> the fucking legendary Lane Staley and, uh, mm-hmm. and the rest of the band. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, Mike Inez, uh, Jerry Cantrell, and Sean Kinney. There you go. How about that? I didn't even that's off memory. That's good. Because all I remember is Jerry Cantrell and Lane Staley. Oh, really? Like, I know he played bass for Ozzy, too, at some point. Okay, yeah. See, I don't really keep up on too many members. Of after bands. Chains, I think. After Chains, he played for for Ozzy. When uh, Ozzy had the old drummer of Faith No More. He had that dude with him for a long time, actually. I don't know that guy's name, though. <laughs> Uh, but Chains, I mean, dude, obviously. <coughs> My favorite of the grunge bands. Yeah, the darkest. The darkest of the grunge. And Dirt, obviously, is fucking awesome. I think that's the best album. And it's still great. Still, it doesn't sound old. No, it I mean, holds still. up to this day. Yeah. Albums like Sap don't. Well... That's or not no, that's really that. facelift. Excuse me, not oh, facelift. Face okay. Well, facelift had some uh, some form of like just rock and roll to it, where it. Um, I think they were just finding their sound. Well, they they had it. They used to be kind of a cock rocky band. Yeah, that's probably why then, because it did sound. It was like straight from the eighties, and you know. It, yeah. it wasn't about love though, which is cool. It was very, it was still very dark, but they had that very rockish sound. Because if you look hard enough, I'm pretty sure you can find pictures of them where they look like cock rock adjacent. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, probably. Well, that was the '80s, man. You know, and we're dipping into the '90s where everything, the scene started to change. And obviously, you know, you talk about they're unplugged from MTV. Just masterful yeah literally almost perfect like look for a flaw in there it's it's they're tough to find man. 
with a perfectly performed fucking deal. Especially considering, like, you know, the state of fucking all those guys, you know, especially um, Lane Staley. Yeah. He was not at <sighs> a good point. Well, they got uh, that new singer and shit, which I fully support uh, doing. Should have done it way earlier. Uh, I didn't really listen to it. I heard a song and I was like, eh, whatever. And then I somewhat in the last few years went back and like listened to the, I don't know, two of the, maybe not the newest one, but the first two albums with that guy. And I was like, these are fucking great, man. Like, it sucks that I didn't listen to these because they're really fucking good. I thought it was Jerry doing all the singing this time. What? No, they have a singer. What? They had a singer for all these albums. These like last three albums. Some fucking cool ass looking black dude. Wow. Okay. I didn't know Let's that. Let's find his name. I thought Jerry was the only one like taking the taking the helm. So have you listened to those albums? <laughs> I heard um, Rainier Fog. Uh, Black gives oh, yeah. way to blue. Okay, yeah. You thought it was just all Jerry Cantrell? I did. Oh, man. No. It's, uh, what the fuck is his name? William Duvall. He's been singing in that band since 2006. Wow. <laughs> Shows how much I know. <laughs> Actually. Um, oh, God, I don't want to do math, but he's been 2006 to present. Lane was 87 to 2002. So that's 15 years Lane was. Uh, he's the singer longer than Lane Staley. <laughs> We're at another uh, Chris Barnes corpse grinder kind of thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Corpse grinders that in Cannibal Corpse like twice as long as <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit, that's crazy. Uh, and then yeah, Mike Starr was in the band for a while and he died in 2011. That dude was, I remember seeing him on some kind of a celebrity rehab show probably 15 years ago. It's unfortunate. He, uh, he was like the last guy to see Lane. The last person to see Lane Staley alive. When he left, they did some drugs and shit. When he left, Lane Staley was in a, a bad state he was like dude you should see a doctor and shit and Lane Staley made him promise that he wouldn't like call anybody or tell anybody or you know do anything and that was the last time he saw me fucking like after, not that night or anything but I'm pretty sure like soon after that that's fucking sad man yeah and Mike Starr was on Celebrity Rehab and uh, he was getting in trouble with uh, he got in trouble with the guy from Days of the New because they had met on like some kind of you know through just being drug addicts and shit and trying to get clean uh, but yeah it's unfortunate man Mike Starr but uh, you can't fuck around man I Lane Staley died and it's like yeah I get it but you, you can keep going they only waited four years I, I guess that's kind of crazy didn't it seem like it was more than four years before they came back with a new singer it did it's uh, what was their first album after Staley had died? Um, was that Black Gives Way to Blue? Black Gives Way to the Blue. Okay, yeah. And then Devil put uh, Dinosaurs here, but that was like 2009. So I yeah. guess they 
did the touring shit before that, but hmm. Yeah, that there you go. See, they gave it a little little bit of white. Wait, Alison Chains is fucking great. They are. They fucking So that took a long they feel like really long induction. <laughs> uh might as well do this week while we're here. So what do you got? Let's see, let me put it in the old randomizer. <laughs> You're really doing it right now. <laughs> I'm spinning right. I'm spinning the fucking wheel. Let's see what comes out. I usually like try to decide and like based on music I listen to all week. Like I've been I listen, everything I listened to this week, so I've considered a bunch of bands and I decided on one. Then I listened to a bunch of their shit in well, preparation. I, but okay. I've been listening to Slayer, you know, so I, we can't induct Slayer I twice. Just gonna put Slayer in, huh? Well, you told me you were listening to Slayer all week, and I was like, I figured that's what you were gonna put in. Yeah, but you already we already inducted Slayer. Oh, did we? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't check my list. Uh, I'm pretty sure we did that. Like, we've only yeah, got probably, one of probably. the big four left, and that's Megadeth. So, okay. Oh yeah, because you put Anthrax in. Yeah. All right. So I'm not gonna fuck with the randomizer thing. I'll just uh, say that Deicide is going in this week. Deicide. <laughs> yep. That's uh, like the big four death metal. Man. Yeah. Already got suffocation in there. We already got corpse in there. Yep. Well, for me, suffocation's the fourth. I accept uh, different fourths depending on people's fandoms, but there would be quite a few different fourths, I think. Yeah, I think that's what we figured out. Was I'm trying to see who the fuck is all in this thing? Oh yeah. Okay, I'm done. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. Deicide. Uh, your favorite one's Legion, right? Yes, Legion. Of course, mine's Once Upon the Cross, because it's from three or four or five years later. Once Upon the Cross! Yeah, for me, it's that, man. And Once Upon the Cross just fucking jams, man. That song, all that shit. <laughs> the real... I mean, like, Legion has a lot of bangers, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I, revocate the agitator. I remember just hearing that for the first. Yeah, Satan spawn <laughs> the cockle awesome. demon. Yeah. You know, and I can't say I've kept up with them. I don't keep up with a lot of those bands. But I hear that th- like, they're coming out with a new album, but I'm not sure when. I remember they put out Incinerate Him, and I was, and none of us liked it. No, that was a a really bad album. Yeah, like nobody really like. The only thing I liked on there was it had what Bible Basher. Oh yeah, because that was a pretty groovy song. That song was like fun to play in bars and shit on the jukebox. <laughs> Bible Basher, who is your god? <laughs> but for the most, that album sucked. The guitars, dude, which they always kind of had that weird like super tinny fucking. Yeah. Well, you know why it sucked though. Because in order to get out of their contract with Roadrunner, they recorded that album and uh, in in Torment in Hell and Incinerate Him both in the span of, I think, a month. And so they just wanted to get those two records done with so they could get out of their contract. So everything was kind of rushed and it sounded like ass. Yeah, didn't have like, it didn't have the bangers. What's the other one between there? That's like pretty good. Uh, well, the next one after In Torment in Hell would be Scars of the Crucifix, where they ended up on Eerie. 
Mm. Okay. No, Serpents of the Light. Oh, Serpents of the Light. Okay, the one before Serpents that. of the Light was already kind of like... I remember that one being like a... Eh. It wasn't as it wasn't as dope. I don't think anything could ever be as dope as Once Upon the Cross, though. Yeah, but that's that's probably true. It did have Bastard of Christ, which fuck it, and also <laughs> Blame It on God, which are two of my favorite. Blame it on like, God. Those are all time fucking deicide bangers. So yeah. maybe that album's not that. Bad. It's not terrible, but it, they started to go downhill. <laughs> We're young idiots. I uh, remember. What the fuck is his band now? He's in a pretty fucking popular band. I don't know. Whatever. My buddy Tim from Minneapolis. He lives in Minneapolis now. They were in different bands that played shows with us and shit. And after their live album, which is a tremendous live album. Oh, uh, uh, When Satan Lives? Yeah. I had the When Satan Lives t-shirt, actually, back in the day. But anyway, ever from there... Back in those days when we would play shows with those guys, if you would see them walking somewhere, you know, you see them like walking up to the building a block away, and you blame it on God. <laughs> <laughs> like Glenn Benton does from the fucking album, the yeah. live album. <laughs> that album jams, and he sounds fucking gangster on there. Oh, hell yeah, he does. I love that album because, like, that's back when live albums were cool because like, there's like no chance I was going to see Deicide live you know no Deicide's not going to play anywhere around here I'm like a fucking young kid <clears throat> so it was cool back then it was cool to fucking hear that kind of shit yeah that's uh, the time when live albums were pretty much a novelty like if you had Dude, look how many albums these guys have put out that I haven't listened to <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So you didn't hear the latest one. What was it? Um, fucking Overtures of Blasphemy. Yeah, what are these other ones? Oh, they put out like three fucking live albums. Really? In, tw- in 2019. They have When London Burns 2019. Oh, wow. And that's a live show. <laughs> live in Nottingham 2019. And Doomsday LA. Those are all live albums. Oh, I've I thought they were that. live DVDs. They're on Spotify. Really? Okay. Because I'm looking... Hold on. I'm looking on Discogs. I wanted to see... Oh, it doesn't show that. Fuck. All right. Anyway. Yeah, so... Overtures <laughs> of Blasphemy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think um, To Hell With God, their album... I think it was 2011. I think that was the return 12. of the old Deicide, where it was like everything just kind of jammed. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's been like a million guitar players and shit in the band. Huh? Mm. Right? Yeah, it doesn't have the the fucking hold it, the Hoffman brothers in it anymore. So. Yeah, they had brothers both, and they played guitar, right? Yeah fucking random dude I mean I bet they're yeah because I just assume it's just him and fucking (laughs) whoever (laughs) yeah he's pretty much the the only remaining member I guess I don't know him and and whoever's around I play drums (laughs) you're in it's like you can't play bass I'm the bass player wait what the wait what the fuck the drummer 1987 through present no shit. Oh, Steve Ashheim? 
Yeah, and it says guitars, 2007 through 2008 and 2018. See, when did he play guitar? Fuck. Yeah, I thought he was just a drummer. <laughs> I didn't know he played guitar. Weird. And then, yeah, I guess the guitar player situation is... The Hoffmans were 87 to 2004. What did they go do? Uh, they started their own... Uh, remember how Deicide used to be called Amon? Well, the Hoffman brothers g- grabbed a singer, re-resurrected Amon, so that came out with one album. I can't remember what year that was, but it was pretty recent. Um, hmm. It's called Liar... Oh, wait. Fuck. I didn't even see was- that as an artist on Spotify. Uh, oh, here we go. Liar and Wait, yeah. <laughs> Liar and Wait? 2012. That's them? Yeah, that's the that's Hoffman fucking, Brothers. That's goddamn a decade ago. <laughs> mm. Yep. All right. Can't fuck with that, dude. When in doubt, blame it on God. <laughs> Liar. Fucking good, man. Uh, that's good. Rounds it out. So we got corpse, suffocation, deicide. Yeah. Did we uh did we enter Morbid Angel in this yet or no, no we're still waiting on yet. that? The OG MC Hall of Fame is Black Sabbath, Cannibal Corpse, Nirvana, Possessed, Slayer, Judas Priest, Metallica, Anthrax, The Strokes. The Strokes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I stand by it. The Deftones, or Deftones, sorry, Suffocation, Pink Floyd, Iron Maiden, ZZ Top, Crowbar, Allison Shane. Oh, wow. Okay. And Deicide. And now also Clutch. Clutch. Red Alert. Boss Metal Zone. Red Alert. You just, that song will get stuck in your fucking head. It is. It forever will be. <clears throat> yeah, Clutch, dude. Also, they started in 91. So you think of how long these fucking bands have been going. All right. Goddamn. 32 years for them. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like that long, but when you look back, you're like, holy shit, I'm really old. I've seen Clutch a bunch of times. I'm not even offhand. I'm not even sure if it's three or four times. A bunch of times I've seen Clutch. I have to really think about it. Uh, but I also just, you know, the music, they never put out, like, a bad album. You know, they've put out some albums that it's like, eh, that's, it's, are they always good? They're always good. They're at least, like, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, then they'll figure something out and they'll do something really cool. And you're like, yeah, yeah, you know, but never a bad album in all those years. And, like, I respect the fuck out of like they just do shit their own way. They put out all their stuff on their own label. They have forever. And they just made they've carved out a fan base and they keep that fan base satisfied with good records and being, you know, cool dudes, except you know, kind of accessible dudes. Yeah. And they've made a living doing shit their own fucking way, however the how they own by their own rules. And I think it's dope as fuck. And they've got a zillion albums. That's how, like, you should do things. Like, fuck bowing to what record labels want. Just do shit your own way. Do it yourself. Um, you know, you're in control of everything. And it's the same fucking guys. The same four dudes. 
See, that's awesome. I like it when bands do not have like drastic lineup changes. If they can 13, stick together. 13 studio albums. Holy shit. That's more than Guns N' Roses. <laughs> A little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. There's never. Oh, there was four years here once. There's four years is the biggest gap between albums for them. Four years. That's not much of a long time. No. no. Good shit, man. I have fucking. Clutch is great. Um, favorite album from them? Maybe Blast Tyrant. Probably Blast Tyrant from 2004. But uh, you can't go wrong. It's just like, it's fucking tasty. All this shit's good. I kind of got like a little bit anti them for a while. How come? Because fucking two dudes like ruined it for me with Clutch by trying to make my band Clutch. <laughs> oh shit, okay. You know, not my band, our band. But, you know, I say my because I own a piece of it. No, I was just like, there's just two dudes, the bass player and guitar player, who were just nuts about Clutch. And, you know, because they would, as they would be, you know, like Clutch is dad rock, they're dad rock guys. But everything was like really about, like, they always wanted to play Clutch covers. Oh, when we played bars, because okay. we play like two 45 minutes of covers, you know, at bars. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, how many fucking Clutch songs do we have to do? You know? Yeah. And like, they were just very, like, influenced by it. I just always felt like, their kind of influence of that like kind of getting in the band and I'm like this isn't really what like I wanted to do you know but it, I came around on it obviously. <laughs> once the band broke up I was like yeah Clutch is pretty dope <laughs> Clutch is awesome yeah. I just didn't want to be in Clutch right because there's already be a like, Clutch I wanted to be in like Down or something you know <laughs> What would you be doing there? Would you be playing bass? Would you be playing guitar? I play guitar in that band. No, I'm talking about if you were in down. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess guitar, <laughs> rhythm guitar. Inside. Sorry, Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, kick Pepper Sorry. Keenan out. <laughs> Sorry. But I like. In, originally, when I started, it was my intention was like a heavier fucking band. Then it ended up kind of being. I guess we had moments where it would get really fucking heavy, but it wasn't as heavy of a band as I as I wanted it to be. Because playing riffs, so you know, it's like it's a fun fucking time. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Clutch <laughs> is super fun to play along with and just learn. It's, you know. There you go. That's the Hall of Fame. Yeah, we talked know, about last already. We're week over and this already. week. Um, now we're at 58. Oh. Cyrax. Shit. It's time for the we racks. Well, we didn't talk about rack last week, so. <laughs> what are the big points? I mean, not to, like, drag it out, because I know, like, only a portion of our audience is in on this. Cyrax stuff. Um, if you're not familiar, like, you know, I, I think I broke it down on what, the last one or two ago where we started doing this so listen to that or just google or youtube Cyrax lolicow to jump in get the get the history and try to catch up to where the fuck we are um coming off of a period that i thought was pretty fucking lackluster for a while 
it's really taken off again. <laughs> and the last week or you know whatever of, of Cyrax shit is has been really good. It's really <laughs> fucking fun. I love how the awareness is not there, and he's just like, "Turn the fucking music down now!" <laughs> like, when has that ever worked for anybody? Then it works with Sally. Oh, it probably does. Yeah, you know, because uh, I—that's th- a learned thing. He does that because when he was probably a kid, probably still now, and he's in public and he wants something, and Sally's not going to give into him. You think he gets loud and shit, and she probably just like, oh, fine. I bet he probably cuts a fucking wrestling promo on her. Yeah, you can tell he's got like little lines when he comes back for those <laughs> he's always you're a, not a man you're a blah 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 you know <laughs> which you don't seem to understand <laughs> yeah exactly um so they have their race which was like last week we would have talked about this last week but we got cut off they have their race fucking chance cheats 100% cheats by having all these assists on like the auto steer and auto brake assist <laughs> because he looks away from the video during the race he looks away from his steering wheel at the camera just stares into it with his crazy eyes for 15 seconds Holy without shit. moving the wheel or fucking looking at his own screen and he refuses to admit that he cheated and so that's how he supposedly beat Marty then yeah yeah, wow. they finally raced, and he did beat him, but he cheated because he had all the assists on. So he literally, all he did is hold the gas down and steers and shit for you. That's fucking stupid, because then he's screaming at him. He's like, that's called a wall tap, bitch. Well, there is a wall tap and drifting, but he's just hitting the walls. At <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he shows, like, he gets on there, and he pops his camera up as he starts to drive a... Uh, this the Hot Wheels Bone Shaker with a Confederate flag paint job. I know I was gonna say something about that. It's like, like holy fuck, what's idiot. up with that flag? And he's just like talking shit the whole time, but he's not doing anything. It's like if you gave a toddler the controller, he's just spinning and hitting the walls and hitting trees and yeah, I'm on that's the not grass. Anything. And Marty's like, "You're on the grass." He's like, "I know, motherfucker." Still <laughs> driving. You and shut like said, the fuck as up. Unfortunate as it is to be somebody who is like super nerdy into fucking drifting <laughs> and cars <laughs> and Forza. And, you know, uh, I know you sent me that video of you drifting. Oh, I thought I could kill that kid in drifting. Dude. Holy shit. Yeah. You didn't touch <laughs> the grass once. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> I was like a super nerd back in like. 06 and like the early days of Xbox online shit like we had a fucking a forum for drifting we had like people were you know it was like a big thing but you'd be like on a team a crew of people and you'd have like fucking battles and shit it was a fun thing you know it was just a fun thing to do yeah uh, obviously you know stop doing that but <laughs> so I go old school on there so I know like what the fuck is you know it's like okay, genius. Who was the who was the guy who made drifting a sport? <laughs> and then he shows a clip from Fast and the Furious yeah. Tokyo Drift. It's like Lucas Black motherfucker. 
He's like, look at this documentary <laughs> footage of, you know, he lives in a different world, man. Oh, shit. Uh, but this week, the thing lasts. I didn't get to finish it yet because it's like a goddamn five hour Yeah, it's, it's four and a half hours. I'm, I'm still not done. <laughs> but from what I've seen so far, Cyrax brings in some guy who doesn't, as it comes out throughout, didn't really know what he was getting into. No, I feel really bad for that fucking dude, man. Cyrax was harassing him. Dude, come on this stream. Come on this stream. Like, this guy's doing all these fucking horrible things to me. And then he comes on there and like, dude, all like, I just immediately, I'm just like, oh my God, he brought somebody on the stream with him who had like discernible things for his name. And then Cyrax, the fucking idiot, calls him by a different name that, you know, so yeah. immediately people find out who this guy is. <laughs> All the people watching live because they hate Cyrax. Right. And they start digging and this in. guy is going to come and defend Cyrax. Go fuck yourself. So they start looking up this guy's shit. And I do feel bad for that guy also. But dude, I got to a point where I didn't, you know. At first I did, but then I got to a point where I, like, I mean, he seems, I don't know, he doesn't seem all there either, right? No, he seems mentally deficient in some way. You know? It's so crazy. <laughs> and Marty didn't do, really end up doing any of this shit against him, did he? I mean. Uh, I don't know. I haven't gotten that far into it because, like I said, nah, it is he didn't four really. hours. He didn't really. But he just, like, we really wanted a chance. He wouldn't, dude, Cyrax wouldn't dance. No, he wouldn't. He refused. He danced for an Xbox, and we won't dance to save him his fucking so-called friend from getting tossed. <laughs> oh, man. Like, it's like, the same. That guy fucked up, dude. I feel bad for him, too, but, like, you don't know what you stepped into, man. No, you know? he's he thought he was just coming on to, to fucking, I don't know what, because apparently Chance asked him. He's like, hey, can you come on this thing? Um, and tell this guy what it what I was like in the past or some shit. But this he did not know what he walked in on. And it's just like Marty immediately, because Marty's a very smart guy. You know? Yeah. He immediately just takes this guy and is like, oh, yeah, does he tell you about this? Did he tell you about all these things? <laughs> <laughs> Messaging 14, uh, alleged 14-year-old girls and, you know, all the crazy shit. Did he tell you about <laughs> choking out his fucking grandma and getting arrested for it? Yeah, and he completely turns him like what? Cyrax is the stupidest fucking person. Yeah, he had him flabbergasted. <clears throat> he was like, he couldn't even speak at some point. He was like, oh, I, uh, well, uh, uh. And I was like, yeah, because yeah, he's being exposed for the fucking <laughs> awful person he is. What's up with the butt worms thing, man? That like. <laughs> I was I was grossed I don't know what that out. is. I, like, I don't know if that's like I think that's just a song they played, but yeah, like why I don't know what that is either. Why is there footage of him yeah. like wiping his ass while standing in front of the camera? Like he knew it was recording, I guess people were saying. Like he just didn't think like, oh, I shouldn't do this in front of people or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah, and he's examining <clears throat> his fingers and I was just like, dude, no. There there's really something wrong with you. <laughs> It's like, it's beyond what's wrong with most people. You're fucking, you're out there. Yeah, the newest one is. I guess I'm still working on it too, but holy fuck. Yeah, that's like the Zack Snyder cut. That's four and a half hours of fucking footage, man. I think I'm almost done with it. (laughs) Yeah, fucking, it never, you know, just when it seems like it's going to dull out, it just like comes back. And now, you know, Cyrax has a girlfriend. 
Oh yeah, she was on. She was on the air with him a little bit. Yeah, she is on this one. Yeah. Yeah. What's her name? Jasmine. I guess Jasmine. Okay. I've seen her. I saw some like foot. You know, we're ch- I don't know why, but it's like Cyrax and her talking with each other. What does she look like? And why that's her. out there, I don't know. Like they just get on these online because, like, instead of having a call, these fucking idiots, like a lot of these people, they think it's like content. It's a stream. Oh, we'll have a instead of me calling you. I mean, we do it like kind of here with a podcast, but we're not sitting there on camera like talking <laughs> to your girlfriend. That's so weird. Yeah, <clears throat> like that'd we, be a stream, right? But it's different with a podcast because you're you're kind of filtering most of it. I mean, you're not filtering everything. Well, you're not talking about. Well, I talk about a lot of personal shit, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so crazy. I don't know. But man. uh fuck Cyrax, I hate him. I know you don't use the word hate, right? You're saying you don't hate him, but I don't hate him. I'm just like I said, I rejoice when karma slaps its big cock against his face, you know. Yeah. I hate him. I want bad things to happen to him. <laughs> and I know that sounds dark, but if you watch the shit and if you if you put in like, you know, to figure to learn the whole thing about this whole situation, you'd see like he's a piece of shit. He deserves bad things. Yeah, he is not a good <clears throat> person. Not not in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. His Xbox being bricked. Oh fuck, that was like I was so fucking happy. I was stoked. I was like, yes, let's hope it stays that way. And but of or course Marty fucking broke his nose. I was like, God Oh damn. shit, yeah. But that he's <laughs> Who's the Drift Marty King? some crazy are. shit, too, man. <laughs> what are you saying? I said, who's the Drift King? You are. And who's the king, yeah. yeah. But he does some crazy shit on that, too. If I was him, I would have let, you know, Cyrax say all the crazy threatening shit. Yeah. But he says it right back, dude. Which I would, I mean, I don't know what he's doing, thinking there. That's pretty intense, because, I mean, that is illegal to do. Yeah, he... He should he's be telling that Jasmine, he's like, I'm going to kill your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, as Danny Brown, I don't know if you see the, I think he played it at some point. You did the Danny Brown video where Danny Brown's talking about how he's like, he's like, this Marty is the this jersey will hang in the Hall of Fame of fucking internet trolls. He's the Michael <laughs> Jordan of trolling. <laughs> Dude, he really escalated the trolling on this four hour episode, though. <sighs> yeah. So yeah, Cyrax brings in this guy and Marty immediately just weaponizes it. And the fans fucking figure out who the guy is and start sending him his info to Marty. So Marty threatens to dox him if fucking Cyrax won't dance. And Cyrax is so stupid. Dancing videos would be his best bet. Right. Dancing Seriously. is nothing. It's the only thing. Literally the only thing I want to see him do. That and rage. <laughs> but I want to see dancing more than rage. Yeah, I want to see dancing more because I get tired of hearing him fucking scream. I can't. I usually like skip ahead. You know, they like the double tap where you skip ahead. Yeah, ten seconds because like yeah, I don't want to listen to him sitting fucking, you know, scream n-word boy and shit. Right. So, <laughs> but I, I don't want to see him try to play guitar. I don't want to see him fucking oh my God. do covers of Lincoln Park. Uh, no, I'd rather just have him dance. Yeah, that's all you want, man. Because that's like I said, at this point, I'm sick of the rage, or at least now I'm I'm good on the rage for a while, and I just want dancing. <laughs> yeah, like I can't but he I dance. To... You know, he wouldn't dance to save his so-called friend. Yeah, or is it, 
His and friend, it was sad the way that that, that guy, because I guess he had a boyfriend, you know. Yeah, and he said his boyfriend was pretty autistic and he hyper focus uh, hyper focuses on things so he becomes suicidal or whatever uh and i was like yeah man don't release that information that, that's not cool and he wouldn't he i mean he didn't eventually that guy did do a video though and i haven't gotten anyway. to that part yet because <laughs> i was like i mean I'd, that's a spoil but it gets to the point where cyrax fucks off and then marty ends up saying hey if you guys if you denounce him and you know that he's a pedophile and he's this and that and uh, get Riot to make a video denouncing him, then that's fine, you know. Oh, so that's what happens? Uh, yeah, Riot makes a video? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that kind of how um, fucking he, he got Michael hacking to denounce him too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not saying what he does is right, because it's not. No, no. You know, a lot of that shit's not right. It's... That Michael Hacking guy kind of helps Cyrax and shit. Yeah. And that is frustrating. That's irritating because fuck Cyrax. But then, like, Marty called that dude's son's workplace and yeah, talked that, to him. And that was a step too far. Yeah, pretty intense, dude. <laughs> and I don't know if other people were calling there, too. I mean, he put the info out there. Yeah, there were probably other people calling, too. But he kind of, you know, also said, too, he's like, if Chance was your friend, he wouldn't have brought you into this game. You know, like this, it is a game, really. It's real life, but it's also a game. And, you know, Cyrax has proven that he has no shame and there are no rules. And he has, you know, so. Because what did he say? He said something that he was going to send his, uh, uh, the, the gay guy that got on the show and then his, his partner as well after Marty. Is that how it started? I don't know. I don't think that actually happened. I think that was just Marty fucking with that guy. Oh, okay. I, I thought it actually happened. That's the thing. There's a lot of like little nuanced things that are like, I don't even know. I don't think that because he says that, you know, Cyrax gave the info. That's not true. I think based on that guy's name and then Cyrax calling him the wrong name that people were able to figure out who he was. You know, listeners were Googling and searching and yeah. <laughs> Which, dude, I have to tell you, there's a lot of fucking people in this world who think that they're, like, clever with their online shit. Yeah. And they are so fucking dumb. That's like a, that's been, like, a favorite thing of mine, where you, like, try to find somebody who's on some site anonymously, <laughs> local to you, and you, like, find them. Oh, it's great. Uh, I found, like, a Pornhub page, a local, like, that one, <laughs> and it's, and you, like, figure out who the chick is on facebook it's just like it's just satisfying to me that might be fucked up but i don't care <laughs> <laughs> you're like satisfying the fucking internet sleuth and shit i'm really good at it dude <laughs> i don't know i'm just too lazy to usually look things up mostly it's like ah why bother and it's satisfying <laughs> But yeah, dude. People think that they're like smart hiding online. I, I'm not thinking. You find me probably in a second if you wanted. Oh, yeah. You know? I, I don't cover I'm not fucking that well. Smart about it, you know? But yeah. But then again, really I'm not like either. putting shit out on the internet like, I'll kick anybody's ass. <laughs> well, yeah. And, right. you know, shit like that. We say some crazy things, but I mean, I'm just trying to, yeah. I mean, we're not doing crazy shit. No. For the most part, we're not delusional. No. That's true. 
I love when he thinks he's shredding, dude. Like, fucking shred. <laughs> and he just makes noise. He doesn't know a single. Like, if you learned one fucking chord, you would know more guitar than him. Oh. And he's had all this time. Yeah. And he's uh, never had a job in his life. Why is he so bad at, at everything? Why, why is, is he the worst rapper of all time? The worst, like, is other, all everything that he grabs to, to an identity. Oh, I fucking sing, or I play guitar, or... Um, racing games or YouTubing or anything he does, he thinks that is like defining yeah. of him. He's terrible at it, despite having nothing but time. Right? He you says know, he's never he's had a job in his life. A content. He's Thirty-two. Creator. He's had thirty-two years to do whatever the <laughs> fuck he wants. And then he's why like, aren't you good at guitar, dude? <laughs> uh, or something. At least one thing. Right? Because he says that he's had to work hard at everything his entire life. While Marty has basically done nothing but sit on his fat ass, but I don't know. Well, he doesn't know Marty. He generalizes the whole chat that way. Right. You know, he's like, oh, all these people who don't. Bitch, we do have jobs. And we're, guess what? We got off work and we're having a cocktail and we're watching you and laughing at you, you stupid fuck. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We're we're learning guitar. We're, we're actually playing chords and fucking. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Exactly. Actually, good at games and shit. Yeah, you actually can drift on a game. <laughs> yeah. Fucking guy without a doesn't do a goddamn thing. He just sits up in the attic all day like a fucking idiot, screaming into his computer. Right. Oh, did you see? Like it looked like a fucking tornado hit his room, and the closet doors were busted up. There was shit all over the floor, all over the desks, and everything else. Bro, man. did you see that workout shit from the basement? No, I didn't. I think that was from a different stream. Um, where, because, you know, there's another kid who wants to fight Music Biz Marty. There is? That, like, slow-talking kid. Uh, Are you not familiar with this? It's like a side, it's a side, it's a spin-off <laughs> show from the Cyrax show. <laughs> this no. kid, he lives in Illinois, wants to fight Music Biz Marty. No, I never even, yeah. nope. Yeah, yeah. No clue what that is. So he's been going back and forth with him and shit. Oh, wow. And it's pretty funny. Marty called and left him a voicemail in slow voice like that. <laughs> <clears throat> so who was that guy that he was uh, saying that he was going to sponsor him as a racer? He talked like he was just really slow in the head. Um, and you I said, know. you you know who he is. And then you showed me the video. But I. Oh, Tony, that like high pitched voice. To- yeah, guy, Tony? yeah. Yep. That guy's another one who's like been confirmed, like you know, been tricked by people into thinking he was talking to for, like, young kids and sending fucking shit to him and stuff. Oh wow! Okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. But he's. I'm not. I'm not. Sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I don't know him. And he's had a long thing with Cyrax. It's great because he's like maybe in a wheelchair. He's like yeah. this. He's a, he's a little fucking. In the know. video, it showed him in a wheelchair because he said he yeah. had a he had a stroke or something. Yeah, and he's he's small though too. I think he's like technically a dwarf maybe. His voice sounds like it, but <laughs> him and Cyrax <laughs> yelling at each other. There's a bunch of old videos of that. That shit's hilarious too. I'm gonna have to because they're back. both calling each other pedophiles. <laughs> and there's this one where like Tony is cruising around on his fucking wheelchair like going somewhere and he's like you know he's like, got that boy Ty Cyrax <laughs> oh it's so fucking good <laughs> oh, the whole thing 
The whole thing is so fucking good. This is wild, man. I didn't even think I would get that deep into this, but I'm fucking knee deep in now, man. Yeah. Do you keep up with uh, King Cobra at all or not really? Uh, once in a while. it's He's not that entertaining, though. It's like... Nah, the most entertaining thing with him is that he gets on stream and he gets fucking smashed drunk and yeah, he makes disgusting fucking food in his gross kitchen. <laughs> right. Some of the burritos, the bog burritos <laughs> that he's made. And also, it's like seeing him, especially with food. See, we don't see Cyrax with food, so it's like when I watch King Cobra, he's always like drinking or eating something, and it's like this motherfucker probably hasn't washed his hands, and I don't know. That's just the whole. Oh, he's thing crushing up Doritos into yeah. everything because that's like part of his cooking. Yeah, it's dirty as. And fuck. He, you know, he doesn't wash his fucking hands. He wore the same shirt. They're like, you wore the same shirt for thirty-seven days. We counted. <laughs> and his face always looks dirty as hell too, man. It is. Well, you watch him eat his fucking ranch dressing and his beard. He doesn't care. Yeah, the fucking animal. <laughs> um, Boglum Chronicles is the like the best channel for keeping up with King Cobra because he'll condense them down. And then he puts all the comments from like the best comments from the live stream in there. Okay. So it's like all the funniest comments that people are making watching the stream. It's pretty good. But he's been making these big dumb burritos, like insanely huge. And like deep try to deep fry one. He covers them in butter. He covers them in <laughs> grease. Dude, he puts down tortillas and puts old grease from his fucking pans on them. Oh, like he puts grease on everything. And butter, dude. Like he covered this fucking <laughs> this burrito's like the size of a fucking baby. Uh, and he's like a big baby at that. And he's like covering it with this like whole fucking spoons of butter and shit. Just slathering the butter on there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he just really gets really drunk and you know, there's an idiot. People send things to his door. Now he won't answer the door. He has a sign up on his door that says, you know, leave the deliveries. I'm not gonna answer the door. I guess because it's kind that of that one fun. stream where he had like twelve deliveries during the stream, <laughs> like really pissed him off. People said that the best was like two bags of potatoes, big ass bags of potatoes. <laughs> uh, see, that's it's more fun because he actually uses the shit that people sent him. Well, he was that time, but then he then he quit doing it. Now he won't do it. Oh, okay. So, but we'll see. We'll see. He went to see uh, Cradle of Filth. Oh, he Some did? fans, I don't know, took him, they picked him up and drove him to Colorado for the Cradle of Fields show. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I wonder I'm if sure they, they were just like that. troll fans, you know? Yeah. Oh, he's still rocking that duster or what? <laughs> if he's rocking that fucking hat. He sent him duster. I, I don't know for what reason, if they was to try to get him to do it or not, but. This whole thing is crazy, man. I understand how crazy it sounds. Yeah, you try to explain it to a normal person, and they're like, "What the fuck are you?" <laughs> it's like, uh, what? Some dark shit. Yeah, it's like, you guys it's are a dark timeline, dude. Y'all need Jesus in your life, yeah. or but, something. Uh, you know, there's a lot of good shows on TV, but these <laughs> things are like right up there for me. Yeah, I don't know. I was gonna go to bed so much earlier, and I was like, "Oh fuck, big Cyrax stream," and I ended up laying there watching shit forever. Dude, I spent—I must have spent two hours in front of the computer yesterday just watching that stream, and then I was like, "I gotta get up. I can't move my back." I was fuck. laying in bed watching it on my phone. 
I don't know, man. I was on the computer. Like, I'm like a dumbass. Fucking ridiculous. Well, that'll do it, I suppose, for this week, eh? Oh, yeah. I think so. I need to take a nap. I'm old and high. We made up for the short episode last week with this week. With an XL episode. Thank you very much for listening, supporting the show. If you want to hear more of my shit, uh, Suplex City Limits Wrestling Podcast live every Sunday, noon Eastern on YouTube for the Wake and Bake Show. On demand everywhere else after that, SuplexCityLimits.com. Follow me on Twitter at Suplex City Limit or hit me up on the uh, Instagram page for that, for Suplex City Limits. I respond to everything, so hit me up if you want to chat. Yeah, follow Old Guy Metalcast on Instagram. I haven't been as active on there, and I apologize, but I'm going to try to be more active. Um, And check out uh, Midnight Mass Creature Cast. This week we cover Predator. Yeah, dude. Yeah, So you guys are moving on from the... From, like, he started off with very, like, creature movies and shit. I guess it is a creature movie. Yeah, everything it has to do with, like, creatures and shit, so, yeah. It's kind of a... I guess I was thinking like, oh, son of a bitch, it is a creature. But that that takes you <laughs> not just horror, then that gives you, you know, some other options. Action, yeah, it's like sci-fi. action, sci-fi, yep, exactly. So, so you know, sometimes we delve a little bit into certain things, but the baseline is it always, it has to have a creature in it. Very good. Check that out. Also check out the Federation, the other show on our channel, Tyler and Travis Fudge, talking shit. Uh, the newest episode is kick me baby one more time uh covering snitsky which is this obscure wrestling angle the baby kick um, yeah the baby kick angle from wwe from i don't even know when early oh. 2000s god damn that's a long time ago yeah they cover uh, old school class old school wrestling and shit so check it out but uh that's gonna do it for this week man you got anything else before we depart good sir uh shout out to bobby anthem planet raconteur Ooh. Uh, shout out to Break the Apocalypse podcast. And uh, are there any other shows that I'm missing, or is that what we usually give shout outs to? That's who we shout out to, yeah. Okay. Know. I'm sure there's a bunch of other shows that uh, of our friends that do shows. And, and, yeah. Uh, I think it's like it would... podcast, man. Look around, find something else, find new ones. Yeah. Get some new shit in your life, man. Watch uh, Cyrax videos. There you go. <laughs> All right, man. We'll be back next week. Dylan, as always, hail Satan. Inhale yourself. <laughs>